Good afternoon and good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of our Leaders and Customer Loyalty Series. Uh, in this series, we have the privilege of speaking with leading brands about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we have the pleasure to speak with Amber Carroll. She's a Senior Vice President of Membership and Lifecycle Marketing for Lending Club. How are you today, Amber? I'm doing well, Mark. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Uh, we like to start these on a more personal note, get to know the individual we're speaking with. So we'd love to know a little bit more about you, your background, uh, what you do at Lending Club, and maybe even a fun fact or a passion you have outside of work. Perfect. Um, so I lead all of marketing, which includes brand, product marketing, owned and paid marketing, social and marketing analytics. I joined Lending Club about two years ago. Actually, it's my anniversary this month. Uh, I was really inspired by the company's commitment to its members and its desire to challenge the way banking is done. Prior to Lending Club, I spent 20 years in financial services, working across a variety of roles and functions for some of the biggest brands. My experience also included a six-year tour overseas, working in an international capacity in the protection and credit card businesses. Um, in terms of fun fact, I am a creative person and I definitely need creative outlets. I often refer to myself as a failed Pinterest mom. I mean, I love Pinterest, always scrolling, and I get inspired by the projects that I see on the platform. And then I try to create my own version. Uh, one year, I combined my love of Pinterest with Halloween. I created this Slimer costume for my son, Mikey. He was five or six at the time. This costume included using a pasta strainer to craft this giant head. Um, it was made with love, but terrible, really, really terrible. Uh, luckily, my, my son, Mikey, he has a really big heart and he sure loves his mama. So he actually wore it and he didn't complain. And he marched around the kindergarten Halloween parade with pride. Well, that's good then. <laughs> uh, I've never been on Pinterest a lot, but I hear it's uh, very creative uh, and uh, a great way to get all kinds of ideas. <laughs> uh, I just I just redid my uh, daughter's bathroom, so I'm doing a basement now. So I probably should stay away from it because I already have people wanting me to do their next bathroom. I'm like, I don't didn't do it. I just designed it. But uh, so I'll stay away <laughs> from Pinterest just for that reason. That's uh, like a side hustle. <laughs> but it, yeah, it could be. So Lending Club. Uh, fintech, obviously, uh, you said you want to kind of change how banking is done. Very passionate about that. Can you give us a brief history of the Lending Club, what you guys do, how you do it, where you do it? You bet. Lending Club has been in business for about 15 years. Uh, our company is no stranger to challenging environments. It was actually started in 2007 during the Great Recession. At that time, credit was being pulled back from everyone but consumers still really needed some help. Lending Club, believe it or not, was originally a Facebook app that allowed borrowers to post requests for money with personal stories. Investors could read those stories and invest in a person. Investment amounts could be as low as $25. Investors would then earn interest on the loans they funded. So at that time, Lending Club provided a very innovative solution we took a very traditional credit product, the installment loan, and we brought it online. Installments, installment loans at that time had really fallen out of fashion because it just wasn't as lucrative for traditional banks as credit cards. Um, so we really brought personal loans back into the fray, took a very niche product, we made it digital, we put it online, 
and we made it seamless. Since we launched in 2007, our vision of transforming the banking industry remains the same. And today we remain committed to relentlessly advantaging our members by challenging the way banking is done. And, And you mentioned this in 2021, Lending Club was the first U.S. fintech to buy a bank with its acquisition of Radius Bank Corp. So now we offer more ways for people to pay less when they're borrowing and earn more than when they're saving. Okay, interesting. So uh, the, 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 the micro lending uh, was kind of the, the genesis for Lending Club way back with Facebook. I guess it could be micro and, and a little bit bigger, but that, that's kind of how it was started. That's interesting. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, so when you look at the products and services you offer, you uh, have a broad selection of financial products and services, you know, from bank accounts to personal loans, business loans, and more. Uh, is that kind of a, a full array of the products you offer? Yeah. Yeah, we, we have definitely grown and, and there's more to come. Uh, we are actively building products that will meet our members' needs. That's awesome. So when you look at your loyalty program, uh, how does your loyalty program work? Uh, how do uh, Lending Club members engage with it? And, and what are the benefits uh, to those who are part of the program? Yeah, so uh, just starting a bit back, in my opinion, our member loyalty goes well beyond the traditional views of, of points, earn, and burn programs. Our member loyalty is really built into our core products and servicing. And this shows up, Mark, in um, what we call know me, show me, and reward me experiences and interactions. So I'll, I'll step you through it a bit. So we talk about know me. When our members come back to do more business with us, and we do have one of the highest repeat business rates um, okay. in, in our space, we have the data to create a frictionless experience, right? Our members are not entering their name and address over and over again, just because they're either taking out an additional product, right? Or doing a different type of business with us. And, you know, we really can do that because we have a 360 view of our members, right? That allows us to create those simple, seamless experiences. We talk about show me, that's really about putting money back in our members' pockets. It, it's what we do, right? That's what we are founded on. That's what we continue to do. And the way we do that is by using advanced analytics to proactively identify savings opportunities. We then surface personalized offers to our members. And in a couple of clicks, they have money back in their pocket. And just to highlight the savings that we create for our members in some of our core products, on average, members who do a balance transfer loan with us, they reduce their APR on high-rate credit cards by about 4%, and that saves them about $1,800 over the life of their personal loan, right? We could all use a little savings right now. The last bit um, is the reward me piece, right? So we provide access to exclusive member products and services, and this includes one of our newest offerings, Stack It. So Stack It is a browser extension that shows up um, for our members, providing cash back on at their favorite retailers on everyday online shopping. So unlike traditional offers, they don't have to go find them and link them. There's no hoops to jump through. They search for what they want. If an offer is available, it shows up right in their path. Um, we have over 15,000 merchants that are available in, in our, our rewards program. Our customers and members can start redeeming for gift cards once they've accumulated $5. Um, Stackit also has another great feature where it applies coupons at checkout for the member. 
So our members can get additional savings without having to scour the internet. If you're like me, I'm, I'm a deal hunter. I'm out there looking for coupons, internet coupons. Our members don't have to do it. If there's one out there, we're going to apply it already. So um, it's called Stack It for a Reason. Cash back on everyday purchases at 15,000 merchants. Additional coupon codes show up at checkout. And our members earn more cash back when they pay with their Lending Club Rewards debit card. So I, I would call that a triple stack. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, when you look at uh, your clients, uh, personalization is uh, you know, a topic that's very germane to our audience. You know, about 150 brands that are members. We meet on different topics and personalization is very germane uh, always, but especially right now with this, this you know, kind of economic uncertainty we have. You know, when you look at personalization, what does personalization mean to the lending club? And how do you work to capitalize and personalization in, in your reward program, your product offering, and uh, your branding? Great question. Um, so marketers have been on a path for personalization for some time now, right? And our ambitions are going to be very similar to some of the others who are tuning into your podcast, right? We want to deliver the right product to each person at the moment that they need it. So while our ambitions are the same, how a brand brand like Lending Club shows up is really what's different, right? As a fintech bank, Lending Club is well-versed in technology and advanced analytics. One way we are driving personalization is in our marketing messaging. So at Lending Club, we use large language models today to optimize our marketing communications. So themes like recognition, partnering, congratulatory, cheerleading, have provided on average about a 31% response lift on already strong performing communications. We also use advanced targeting and offer personalization to make sure that we're surfacing and promoting the right offer to our members. So being able to provide messaging and offer personalization at scale has really helped Lending Club maintain, again, that highest return member rate um, in the industry and strong member satisfaction scores. Okay. Uh, one of the big uh, kind of benefits of uh, fintech, obviously, you uh, the genesis of the company was uh, seeing a market opportunity, market need, and being able to uh, you know uh, execute against it. Uh, the Facebook uh, uh, start, and then obviously buying a bank, and then continued to you know iterate. Uh, but you know, how does your uh, company uh, help your members achieve their financial goals? Because obviously the fintech opportunity can be quite differently and you guys are doing some very unique things in that regard. So how, how do you help uh, your customers achieve their financial goals? I think the biggest way is, you know, again, I don't think anyone, uh, I, I have yet to meet folks who are, you know, um, not looking for savings opportunities, especially in this climate. So again, it's about looking at their current position. And if someone is carrying high rate credit card debt, for example, or another example is if someone has, you know, purchased a vehicle and they have a loan on that vehicle, you know, we have products that are really designed to lower the cost of borrowing and put that savings back in our members pocket. And to give you a sense, you know, I talked about the $1,800 on average for debt consolidation type loans on an auto refi that can look like $2,100, right? So again, it's about using data you know, data we see from credit bureau reports, data that, that we have, uh, you know, on their relationship with us, and then finding those opportunities to surface, you know, pre-approved offers for them to put that money back in their pocket. Okay. You talked about uh, kind of 
ML, AI, uh, kind of neural networks, uh, and how you were leveraging some of the, the application. Uh, but so when you look at some of the, the technologies out there, customer loyalty uh, is is bigger than just uh, the, the points and the rewards and the thresholds. It's really looking at human behavior uh, kind of from an economic uh, perspective, right, from behavior economic perspective and integrating technologies that work. Uh, so, you know, how are you using uh, the, the chat, uh, GPT, AI, ML to help augment your customer loyalty efforts? Yeah, I would say, you know, technology and specifically chat GPT are super hot topics in the market, right? You can't go anywhere without, uh, you know, seeing these these businesses sprout up or articles on it. Um, and while it's early days, I think there are a few use cases that are easy to see for marketing organizations. But I would also say some areas to watch out for, right? So the first is chat GPT can help generate ideas, and it can really cut down research time on content creation. However, right, it's not a straight copy paste. One of the key aspects of marketing and branding is in its differentiation. So content for a brand like Lending Club is delivered with a point of view that helps uh, provide thought leadership, right? Our content also supports building our members' knowledge and answering relevant questions about financial services and our right. specific products and offerings, right? The last piece is, you know, our content is written in our own unique brand voice while we do use large language models to optimize our content, these models are calibrated based on our members and it's fine-tuned for Lending Club. Another use case is, is chat. Again, I don't think you would want to let chat GPT loose and interacting directly with your members or customers, but I think it can help identify the most common requests and the content marketing teams, right, can craft the appropriate responses that reflect the way that their brand engages. Um, these products already exist in the market. The last one I'd call out is research, right? When, when a company is starting to think about a new product, right, you can actually ask ChatGPT, tell me about X customers in the United States, right? Um, ChatGPT does a great job of summarizing available information, right? It's limited to, to the most recent information. Um, but it, it's a good starting point. Again, a caution here is it shouldn't replace your primary research, which helps identify unique needs that your company or solution can address in a very differentiated way. Okay. Employee engagement uh, is very important in uh, not only loyalty program offering, but kind of the bigger picture customer experience, customer loyalty uh, efforts, uh, and, and having kind of engaged employees uh, is very important. So when you look at the employee engagement piece of the customer loyalty discussion, you know, how do you train your employees or do you engage them differently? Or they just, since it's a fintech company, do they have a proclivity to be more uh, customer focused? You know, how are you doing that and, and doing it so well? I love this question. So at Lending Club, our brand is, is built not only on how we deliver on our members' needs with our products, but specifically how it feels to engage with us. Our member care team operates with what we call our lending care ethos. And it's really three things. The first is build a relationship, right? So we're looking to establish rapport through personable language and shared experiences. Um, you've heard me say on, on our discussion today, members. That's because Lending Club has members, not customers. And that reflects how important it, uh, it is to us to build community and inclusion. The second part of our Lending Care ethos is making it easy. We know finances can be complicated, 
Um, we're here to try to take the complication out and make things simple and easy. The last piece, and I think this is really important, is around thinking ahead. So it's not about the personal loan they're talking to us about today or a checking account. It's about our members reaching their financial goals. We want to help them to see the bigger picture and work towards that future. I would also add, very rarely do you hear the words empathetic or kind with a bank, but at Lending Club, uh, we hear this from our members consistently, and it's a point of differentiation and, and pride for us. Um, and I, I was recently looking through some of our NPS um, uh, feedback, and one of the things that I, I, you know, I saw was Lending Club makes getting a loan easy and almost effortless. And as you build a relationship with Lending Club, they become your partners in business and financial solutions. And it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it, but that's it. This is not a one-off. This is consistent feedback from our members. Okay. And when you look at the uh, kind of the economy, we've talked a little bit about some economic uncertainty. Uh, one of the things that we've heard uh, from a number of brands is that customer loyalty, loyalty programs can be a hedge against economic uncertainty. You know, how do you think your loyalty program meets the challenge? Uh, you know, especially when you look at kind of the, the financial goals that could be impacted in this time of economic uncertainty. Yep, um, absolutely. I, I talked about the savings that Lending Club's core products provide to our members, right? Um, you see the impact this has on them from the quotes that I just shared and high satisfaction, right? We are helping them to put savings back in their pocket now. But we know that the cost of everyday items is also going up, right? And Stack It, our um, sh everyday shopping rewards program, helps our members earn cash back on those items. And for example, members who are using Stack It consistently, they're putting about $80 back in their pocket in just a few months. But loyalty isn't just born from rewards, right? Sometimes life happens and it may be a challenge for some of our members to meet their obligations. I think this is where Lending Club really shines. Members who need our help, they receive kindness, empathy, and support, not judgment. Our member care team has programs to help our members get back on track, and that sets us apart. This builds partnership, trust, and loyalty. Um, at Lending Club, we have our members' backs in good times and also in challenging times. Excellent. And when you look at your customers, uh, there's a great deal of discussion uh, how customers have changed. They changed going into COVID, changed coming out of COVID, uh, retail had to change, uh, financial services had to change. How do you think your customers are changing and, and how are you adapting to and, and responding to those those changes? Yeah, um, I think just a, first a little bit about our, our members, right? The, our members are established. They have strong incomes with good credit. Um, they have historically come to us for lending needs, which already sets them apart, right? They're active and proactive in managing their finances. Um, our members are striving to make their finances work for them and to move towards their goals. And so for me, there's, there's really a natural progression in our relationship with them. First, we help them to create financial space and savings, right? I've given a few examples here around debt optimization, auto refi, or spend earn wins. Then we move on to building greater resiliency, right? This ensures that our members can manage when unexpected expenses show up, car repairs, medical bills, you name it. And then finally, once they've got that space, a bit of a cushion, then they can shift to be more future-focused, working towards bigger goals 
and financial aspirations. I think the need around proactive, actionable nudges to make your finances work for you and then the ability to easily act has been there for a very long time, right? I've been in banking a while and this has always come through in the research that I've done. But banks haven't delivered. Banks show consumers pictures of their finances, but they don't tell them what options they have and the impact of taking those actions. And so I think that the change driven by our current environment is people are looking for actionable solutions and more ways to make their finances work better, more ways to balance the demands of life with a dollar that isn't going as far. And that the, the change driven by COVID specifically is the willingness and desire to engage digitally. More and more banking is now something you do. It's not a place you go. Okay. Uh, you, you've talked a little bit about it. Your customers, how their relationship with money changed, uh, kind of their financial health, financial literacy. You know, how are their behaviors changing overall? I think they're, they're again, more active in their finances and they're looking for solutions. Yeah. Um, they're not, well, you know, they're, they're, they're uh, not going to sit complacent. And again, you, you see a lot more willingness and openness to um, work with a provider that, you know, offers digital capabilities, even more so, right? They want to be able to manage their finances uh, through their mobile device. Okay. Uh, when you look at other customer loyalty programs, are there other programs out there you admire that you're loyal to from a customer loyalty perspective? And and if so, what do you like about their offering? Um, so, Mark, this is a very timely question. My team has recently done uh, a lot of research, talking to our members, talking to our employees to ask this very question. And what was interesting is like what we heard is some of the favorites are Costco, right? Access to great deals, comfort in knowing that they will be treated right, um, you know, credit card offers, great cashback rates and useful tiers. Uh, Starbucks is another great one. They love the ability to customize how they use the rewards. They can pay through the app. And, you know, Starbucks has essentially become a bank. So for me personally, I am a huge fan of Nordstrom's. It's a great brand. They have the core tenants of a great loyalty program recognition, right, of the business I give them with a, a tier status, right, I'm icon member, reciprocity, the more business I give them, the more I earn, right, I get more, more triple point days, early access to things, right, um, there's benefits that come along with it, no cost tailoring, again, early access to sales and special events. And then for me, it's their secret sauce, which is an unwavering commitment, right, they stand behind the quality of the products that they sell, there's hassle-free returns, they give you personal style advice, and they have a knowledgeable and friendly staff. Excellent. Uh, and, and the last question I have, uh, what can Loyalty 360 do to help you and your team and your customer loyalty journey? Well, I've definitely tuned into to some of the podcasts, and it's always great to hear how different companies and brands are approaching their own loyalty programs, right? A lot of the fundamentals are consistent. I talked about that. So recognition, you know, different tiers, reciprocity, benefits, access. Um, but the way companies bring their DNA and, and purpose into the delivery of their programs, Mark, these are the insights that come through the conversations you're having with marketing and loyalty leaders. Uh, and myself and my team are all ears. <laughs> That's great. 
Well, Amber, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. It was great getting to know you on a more personal level, but also some things you're doing at Lending Club, uh, very interesting and uh, some of it's quite profound. So I appreciate uh, all you're doing around customer loyalty, but also to help uh, your customers uh, achieve their financial goals. That's great to hear. Well, we appreciate the conversation. Thanks for including us, Mark. Absolutely. And thank you everyone for taking the time to listen to make sure you join us for another edition of our Leaders in Customer Loyalty series soon. Have a wonderful day.